You're listening to 87.6 FM, The Wellness Health, with Katarina and Brett Morrison, and uh, where science and ancient wisdom collaborate. Uh, we've got a good show on tonight. We've got uh, some sound healing coming on, the power of sound. And we're going to have a sonic journey to elevate your consciousness and um, health with some really sacred uh, acoustics uh, that have been developed over um, some some time. Now, sound healing may still be in the realm of alternative medicine, but today the use of music therapy is uh, recognised by the academic community. And music therapy courses are offered by um, many mainstream universities and continuing the research in the field that demonstrates its feasibility as a complementary therapy. Um, now, sound healing has been used in a myriad of uh, cultural practices and belief systems, and the concept that the sound of music or vibration and singing can bring us closer to well-being can be found in uh, many settings these days. So sound is absolutely everywhere. And just think of mantras, chanting, hymns, songs, rhythms, and uh, even a cat's purr that we're going to play tonight. So it's not simply music that causes a transformation uh, to conscious state. Simple sounds and vibrations can influence uh, the unfolding of a deep state of your consciousness. So simple sonic techniques employed to navigate a superconscious journey. Music and sound can not only enhance psychedelic uh, journeys, but can initiate the experience on its own. You found out that many traditions throughout the planet enter altered states by simply using sound and uh, vibration. So whether that's their voice, uh, their humming, uh, they utilise crystal, Tibetan bowls, bells, drumming, or some other form um, of instrumentation. This basically alters aspects of our brain and our consciousness, literally changing the vibration within and uh, uh, around our atmosphere as well. Now, singing is a form of communication that can supersede the mind. You don't have to understand the worlds, but you can um, you can get the feeling from the vibration of the music or, or the sound. The very act of singing, opening um, the throat and holding the external nose actually affects the nervous system via the vagus nerve. So sound is vibration and vibration is at the core essence of it all. We are so distracted these days by our environments, um, like outside noise and sound, that we can actually utilise aspects such as uh, mantras to actually help us refocus. So mantras are vibrations or sound frequencies we'll talk about this one first, the mantras, um, that are already part of this physical world. And as we start to detach from the outside world via these actual mantras that, that we can speak, we can actually start to hear the more subtle frequencies and vibrations, or the subtle sound, we call it, that uh, tap into different levels of actual um, consciousness. So we move beyond our left brain, uh, that keeps us in the thinking pattern or the thinking mind that identifies us as this person, this body, this experience, and we actually drop into a state that is beyond the mind. Instead of individual consciousness, we tap into the collective consciousness. It's quite powerful. So let's take a listen um, to the sound of Om or the chanting uh, mantra, and it's uh, paced at 417 hertz. So Om is the actual primordial sound of the universe. Um, and the sound re reverberates in the entire cosmos and in every cell of our body. And this is actually how it affects our um, healing. So 417 is a cleansing agent for our body and it removes negativity and negative blocks. So I'm going to play a bit of um, Om Mantra chanting at 417 hertz. Let's take a listen to this.
So if there are any music that you do love tonight, I'll be posting and honouring those people who played those uh, pieces on my Facebook page on the uh, Wellness Couch, so you'll be able to access those from YouTube. Now, uh, let's get into the Solfeggio frequencies. You've probably heard about them by now. They actually refer to specific tones of sound that help with and promote various aspects of body and mind health. And they actually date back to ancient times and are said to be um, many sounds used in many religions, both in the Eastern and Western religions. Um, in the 70s, there was an actual physician called Dr. Joseph Poole um, that rediscovered um, solfeggio frequencies, bringing back their healing benefits into the public awareness. Thank God that he did that because they're so valuable. These frequencies are believed to profoundly affect the conscious and subconscious mind and in order to stimulate healing and uh, promote vitality. Since then, there's been many scientists that they have confirmed with their research what the ancients already knew. So, for example, we've got biochemist Dr. Rain. In 1988, he tested four different types of music and the effect um, on our actual human DNA. He, he uh, played with the Gregorian chants, Sanskrit chants, classical and rock music. Now, this might become uh, very interesting. So measuring the rate of UV light absorption an essential function of healthy DNA, he was able to ass, um, assess each music effect. And the results will make you reconsider what type of music you actually listen to. So the Gregorian and Sanskrit chants, are you ready for this? They had the most positive, even healing effects by increasing UV light absorption by 5 to 10%. Classical um, music, only um, there was only a small increment of absorption of UV light and rock music, rock music to my detriment because I actually do like rock music as well, but it decreased UV light absorption. But it also, in his uh, in his research, it also harmed DNA. Can you believe that? So Rain proved through his research that sound frequencies do produce serious effects for better or worse on health and well-being. So let's talk about these uh, solfeggio frequencies. They actually have a positive effect because they do resonate in harmony with the human reson uh, resonance of 8 hertz. And that's the um, basically the, the energy field that uh, vibrates around the earth or mother earth. Um, telling us that she's actually alive. But musically speaking, the frequencies are derived by beginning at 8 hertz and they work up to the musical scale octave by octave. So until the actual C note is vibrating at uh, 256 hertz frequency and you've got the A note that is vibrating at 432 hertz. Now, when music is tuned to this, um, to harmonise at this frequency, it is actually known as a scientific tuning. So um, we've got solfeggio frequencies um, or what we call healing music. Um, and I'll play you a piece that goes through all the hertz music. So it goes from 432, 528, 396, 639, 741 and 852 hertz. Um, and you can find all these on YouTube if you look at uh, Solfeggio, but I will post these links in the Facebook pages. Okay, take a listen to this.
the soul always knows what it wants. It, the the uh, I think thing is to actually quieten the mind. So, for example, in that solfeggio um, or nine solfeggio frequency healing music, we had uh, one seven four for healing emotional and physical pain. So, it's amazing what this type of music can actually do. Um, now we've got the heart that influences emotional processing, attention, perception, memory, and even problem solving. Um, and so how does a simple act of humming have such a profound state of relaxing on the actual body? Um, try it yourself, just hum. And it's found to be the most powerful vibral acoustic tool that exists when you close your eyes and actual hum. If you close your mouth when you hum, it causes at cellular level uh, different bones, tissues and organs to actually vibrate. And if we project our intention onto that at the same time, the sound, it can really affect our nervous system. This type of therapy has been used for um, Ian's. Now, let, um, let's listen to what Bren, Ben Greening has to say about um, how it affects our vagus nerve. Speaking comes from the same range of anatomy as does singing but the active use of them is as different as walking is to dancing. The greatest difference is the psychological state one is usually in when singing as opposed to speaking. The very act of singing, opening the throat and holding extended notes, directly affects the nervous system through the vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve, extremely important nerve, you know, wanders through your entire body. People who are stressed out and sick have poor vagal nerve tone. Sound is, is one thing that can affect it, particularly vibrate, vibrations, vibrations created through sound, which means that when you sing, when you hum, when you chant, when someone around you is singing and humming and chanting, when you're listening to very good music, you actually see an improvement in vagal nerve tone. And an improvement in vagal nerve tone specifically affects your heart, uh, the electrical signal of your heart. And so absolutely, uh, sound can affect vagus nerve tone uh, in a very profound manner. In over 25 years, Now let's talk about cat purring. So uh, purring actually releases endorphins in cats and it can actually do the same thing in humans too. So it actually lowers stress hormones um, that are helpful for healing. It lowers your blood pressure and helping people cope with illnesses too. And that's if you love cats. So cat purring has been shown to fall between 25 and 140 hertz depending on your cat. So it, it, it's quite, um, there is a complicated truth about a cat's uh, purr, but it can actually help you heal. So Let's see what you think about this cat purring.
So that's an ode to our cats. So a cat's purr is exactly 26 hertz. And this frequency corresponds with the frequency that scientists use in vibrational therapies to actually promote tissue regeneration. So when the body is exposed to high intensity pressure and strength training exercise, bones and muscles become stronger and uh, reinforcing themselves and adding muscle. This vibrational therapy creates the same healing and reinforcement using low frequency vibrations rather than high intense activity. So theoretically, a cat's purr can help um, heal. It's just not about healing bones. Our cat's purring also has the ability to decrease symptoms of um, uh, breathing difficulties, lowering stress through uh, when you pet a cat. Like I said to you before, lowers blood pressure, reduces risk of disease by about 40%, heals infections, swellings, offers bone healing, growth, pain relief, muscle growth, tendon repair and joint mobility. So, you know, th- there's a lot um, of O's that we need to... Um, be grateful to our cats for. Now, uh, drumming. Let's go the opposite end. So um, African drumming. See this for yourself and see what you think. has a distinctly therapeutic aspect. It's good for our state of mind. It exercises the brain through stimulating cognitive functions like our perception, attention and memory. And uh, group drumming especially reduces the experience of anxiety, depression and loneliness. Drumming is good for the body too and just not for the uh, psychomotor coordination. It, uh, drumming has shown stress relieving and burnout preventing effects and group drumming especially reduces the experience of anxiety, depression and loneliness. Drumming can be an incredible meditative tool, allowing participants to focus on the beats, the drum, or their hands, and truly experience themselves in the here and now, while actually promoting awareness of their feelings, thoughts, and behavior. got up to dance yet?
I'll go to something a little bit quieter. Um, we've got an artist that invented a device that can listen to plant music. Now, I absolutely love this. The artist and interpreter invented a device that lets you listen to music created by the plant. So uh, keep your sound on for this one. snake plants, any plant that inspires me uh, along the way on a hike with a beautiful view. Let's tune into the sounds played by this plant. Uh, we just attach two sensors to a plant's leaves and PlantWave detects these slight variations that are happening in plants based on the moving water around. We graph those variations as a wave, translate them into pitch, and then run those pitch messages through instruments that we design. So the result is this continuous stream of pleasing music that gives us all this sonic window into the secret life of plants. So many of you have been asking what would a redwood tree sound like? Let's see what melodies it creates when we connect the plant wave. If a plant is really underwatered, you know, it might play just a few notes, whereas if a plant is really healthy and thriving, it will be going through like the whole range. Looks like we have a plant here that may not have made it through this heat. So let's check it out and see if it can make any music. Yeah. is different. So here we are listening to this rubber tree. And now let's check out this pothos. Plant wave actually works with mushrooms as well. So let's check it out. Most of the time with mushrooms though, you know, the mushrooms are growing out of a dead plant. And so you're actually hearing the connection between two mushrooms through uh, a dead plant. The development of Plant Wave started back in 2011 when I started a record label called Data Garden. And uh, it was a zero waste record label. And my friends and I got together and started to think about like uh, how, how we could express this connection to nature with music. We became really interested in like biofeedback music. I have an awesome engineer friend who built the hardware that ended up becoming PlantWave, and I designed a generative music algorithm that uh, takes all of this data from the plants and actually makes it into this beautiful, listenable, harmonious music. Testing this eighth inch MIDI connector here, which is cool. We had four different plants, and each plant was playing a different instrument. Thousands of people came through this space and were able to just chill out listening to plants. And I was really amazed by people's response. It's acting as a bridge for people from their phones back into nature and uh, helping people have a deeper relationship with their plants. It's amazing that technology coming out today, isn't it, to connect us deeper into nature. Uh, one of the most interesting things at the moment is the uh, brainwave entrainment, so um, or binaural beats. So new research suggests that using binaural beats to entrain your brain may not only heal but also induce out-of-body ex uh, experience. So let's have a listen to some of this.
state as evidenced by the ever-increasing number of available brainwave entrainment recordings. Many such recordings are created using binaural beats, two tones with slightly different frequencies. Now, research is showing the healing benefits of listening to these binaural beats on both body and mind. Karen Newell is an author and co-founder of Sacred Acoustics, a leading creator of brainwave entrainment audio recordings. Binaural beats are, the, are delivered by giving you one signal in one ear, a slightly different signal in the other ear, and the result is a wavering sound. Binaural beats are effective in the, in, the, in the sense that they are affecting the brainwave state of the brain. So our brains put out an electric signal, it's me measured with an EEG device, with the names of delta, theta, alpha. We're used to hearing those words. Beta, that's the state that we're in on a, you know, when we're walking and we're talking. That's the state that really prevents us from getting into a quieter state of awareness. So binaural beats are designed to bring us into those lower brainwave states. So help the brain get into a quieter state that's associated with sleep, with meditation, and with focus. People experience a wide range of responses to binaural beats, from deep relaxation to enhanced intuition, lucid dreams, and even connection with the souls of departed loved ones. Another fascinating effect, increasingly reported to Newell and her team, is the out-of-body experience. And an out-of-body experience is when your awareness literally leaves your physical body, it gives you that first-hand, personal, direct experience that there is an energy that exists outside of your body that isn't necessarily reliant on your body. Out-of-body experiences can happen incredibly spontaneously without anyone even realizing. And other people will cultivate them very consciously. And I've had reports from Sacred Acoustics listeners who write to me and say that after about 18 months or so of regular, almost daily listening to our recordings, they've started to have these out-of-body experiences. What is it about these binaural beats that engenders such experiences? The real sweet spot of binaural beats is that border between awake and asleep. We're all in this state, the hypnagogic state. Every night as we're falling asleep, we go into this state. Every morning as we wake up, this is what binaural beats can do, uh, can bring you into that state. This is where the body becomes extremely relaxed and the mind still stays awake and alert. That's where you can start to make visualizations and imagine your body's energy doing different things that can help to engender an out-of-body state. Anything that gets your mind off of the physical body is the mechanism for having your energetic body actually move away from it. You can also use that hypnagogic state to really reprogram your deep-seated belief system. For Newell and other proponents of brainwave entrainment, the implications of this kind of experience are profound. The, the real vision of sacred acoustics is to help people get in touch with their own infinite minds. Explore within, get behind those racing thoughts. Find out who you truly are, the part of you that is your, your essence. And we each can find out for ourselves this that we are spiritual beings, a very important spiritual being that's connected to the larger one mind or one heart, one consciousness that connects us all. And as we find that connection, we're able to find real meaning and purpose in our lives. For new I hope you enjoyed that uh, brain entrainment or binaural beats. It's such a fabulous uh, therapy tool that I use constantly in clinic. Now, um, one of the things that's come out in the last few years is the music of the spheres. And so um, it's basically aligning with the harmonic resonance um, out in space. And so what scientists actually do is they um, populate... Um, certain music frequencies and allocate them to certain movements of planets and stars out there. And when these uh, movements actually occur, they get like a higher pitch or lower pitch according to what they allocated to that, uh, to that uh, planet or star. So have a listen to this.
So that's uh, music of the spheres. And uh, what's so special about that music is it's tuned into the frequency of 432 hertz. Furthermore, 432 hertz resonates with um, the 8 hertz or the human resonance. And that's a documented fundamental electromagnetic beat of our uh, Earth or Mother Gaia. It just feels better. You can feel it. Research says that music tuned uh, from this frequency, it's easier to listen to. It's actually brighter, clearer and contains more inherent dynamic range as opposed to um, a lot of the what we call 440 hertz that has been coming out recently um, it's harmonic misalignment and uh, that music will seem to make people anxious nervous or aggressive because it's not in harmony with the natural frequency of planet earth so check out if your music's tuned to 44 hertz uh, versus the 432 hertz that uh, is in obvious alignment with um, the human resonance or the electromagnetic beat of our earth. Now, I've left one of the best ones that everyone loves to last and it's uh, sound uh, healing or bath healing with uh, crystal singing bowls. Okay, this is absolutely great. And um, I'm going to give you the next 20 minutes for you to listen to it. Okay, so enjoy. Enjoy. 